Welcome to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann, the show that brings you thoughtful perspective through the lens of Christ. Join us every Saturday morning at 1130 a.m. on The Bridge Austin Radio, broadcasting on both 1120 a.m. and 101.1 f.m. Whether you're on the go, hitting the gym, or simply relaxing with your favorite beverage, Triumphant Victorious Reminders will empower you to live in Christ with heavenly wit. Teresa Ann reminds us that true perspective isn't just about being positioned correctly, it's about being positioned in Christ, who is the ultimate perspective. So tune in and let your friends know to join us as we journey towards seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. This is Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann, and we're excited to have you with us. Well, welcome to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. I am so excited that you are joining me on another Saturday at 1130 on 101.1 FM and 1120 AM. Today's Christian Talk on The Bridge Austin. Before I start today, you know, like with every other show that I've done in the past, I just love to commit this episode to the Lord. And so right now we just thank you, Father, for this moment in this time to be able to release, Lord God, those those words that you've spoken to my heart so that I can share with others. And I pray, Lord, that every person under the sound of my voice would not hear my voice, but would only hear yours. And anything that I say that is not of you, thank you, Father, that it would just fall on deaf ears. Father, I thank you, Lord, that this show is to point others to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So on today's episode, it's titled, What Phrase Are You Allowing to tell you what God is saying. So I, I'm going somewhere with this. Okay. So I want to address a few really inspiring sayings or phrases that sound so good and compare it to the scriptures and see it for what it really is. Now, these are things that the Holy Spirit has personally convicted me on when I've said them. So I'm just sharing with you. And of course, anything that I share, you take it to the Lord and see what he is showing you. And I would even love your feedback to know what you've gotten from the Lord in all of this. So here we go. Here's the first kind of saying that a lot of us will will catch ourselves uh, saying or doing. Here it is. When attacked or opposed, it's just a sign that you're on the right track. How often have you heard that, right? Here's another one. This is a famous one. New levels, new devils, right? Have you probably said that numerous times? Another one is, because I'm doing this for God, it's no wonder I'm being attacked. Now, Before I just keep going any further, I really want to address each saying that I just highlighted one at a time, okay? So here's the first one. When attacked or opposed, it's just a sign that you're on the right track. Well, (laughs) here's how we're going to know we're truly on the right track. John 14, 6, okay? Luke 9, 23 through 24, and there's so many other scriptures, but... When you know you're on the right track, 
Here's how you'll know. His name is Jesus. Why do I say that? Because he says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can truly come to the Father but through me. So him being the way shows that he is the right track. So when you are being attacked or opposed, be encouraged that you're only being attacked and opposed, hopefully, because you're doing it God's way. Now, if you're being attacked and opposed because you're being mean or you're being a jerk or you're just, you know, not saying things that out of love, then that's not opposition that glorifies God, okay? That's just straight up opposition that just comes our way because that's just what happens. But if you're really being attacked or opposed for the cause of Christ, it's because you're doing it in a peculiar way because you're following after Jesus. When I say follow after Jesus, I'm not just saying, okay, I'm following you, Jesus. It's truly doing what he says and and doing what he does. So if he says to love your enemies, that's what he means. But how? How do we do that? This is how we do that. He says, love your enemies. You pray for those that curse you. You bless those that hurt you. And you do good to those who spitefully use you. So he's showing us the how in following after him. It's not just saying we're followers of Jesus. It's being a demonstrator of that. So so when we're attacked or opposed, what's the sign that you're on the right track? It's Jesus. It's not because of your good works. It's because of Jesus. And because of our response to him, that's what we should truly be focused on is, Lord, it's not because of my well-doing. It's not because of me doing good. I'm only able to do good because of your grace that abounds. Your grace that allows me and empowers me to do what I can never do on my own. So that's the first thing. When, how do you know you're on the right track? It's because you're following after Jesus not because you're doing really well, okay? When you follow after Jesus, that's by default. You're going to do really well. But I really want to get this in. Just I want to drive this home because this is a gospel that's been riddling us, and we wonder why we're so sensitive. We wonder why we're so offendable when the love of God is unoffendable. See, we're not to get to a place where we get hurt by people over and over again. We're to get to a place where we now hurt for them, not be hurt by them. That's the big difference. Okay, so the next saying, new levels, new devils. Wow, that right there just glorifies us growing, right? It glorifies the how we're growing. That's what it does. And oh, I'm being attacked because I'm going up to the next level. That sounds great and it sounds wonderful, but let's really peel this back, okay? So the more we follow after Jesus, what happens? There's a new level, yes. But what is that new level? That new level is in knowing God more than we knew him before. That's the whole point 
of the new level is to get to know him more and his love. Because see, here, here's where a lot of us end up. We end up kind of singing that song, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so, right? So we all have this quote unquote revelation of how much he loves us. But we need to take it a step further with him and realize that that love he has for us, he wants us to extend to others. It's almost like, I'm glad you know I love you. But if you really know I love you, then that love that you've received, you're going to freely give. Why do I say that? Well, it says to much is given, much is required. And that is a principal truth. Obviously, a lot of times we use that in the financial realm. But you guys, this is really over overall, it's about the love of God that we have freely received. We get to freely give. That's the new level. That's the point of the new level is to know God more so that when we know him more, what what happens? We get to extend this knowing of who he is to others so that they now know him more. That's what the whole point of the new levels is. The next, the next saying, because I'm doing this for God, no wonder I'm being attacked. You guys, this is heard so much from the pulpit. It gets to a point where when you're living for God and you're doing things for him, you are now looking over your shoulder to see where the enemy is next instead of focusing and looking for where God is in that moment of your life. We become so hypersensitive to what the enemy is doing that we are so unaware of what God is doing. Do you hear me? We become so hyper aware of what the enemy is doing that we become unaware of what God is doing. We have to get this. Y'all, a lot of us are spreading the gospel of salvation, and that's beautiful, but that is not what we were ever intended to spread. I know you're going, what are you talking about? We were to spread the gospel of the kingdom of God, and salvation is within that gospel message. But it's not just salvation alone, although that is amazing and powerful. But the gospel of the kingdom of God is the actual message. And within that message is salvation. Within that message is redemption. Within that message is knowing that we are above and not beneath. Not above people, but above circumstances so that we can see the circumstances properly. So let me go back. Because I'm doing this for God, it's no wonder I'm being attacked. So listen, when we follow after Jesus, it's not about living for him, but with him. Big difference. Abiding in him. He is the vine and we are the branches, as it says in John 15. Apart from him, we can do nothing. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 through 10, but God said to me, Paul is speaking, 
my grace is sufficient for you. Now, why was God saying this? He was responding to Paul's prayer of asking God to remove the thorn in his side. What was that thorn in his side? It was that a spirit would buffet him at every single moment that he would go to spread the gospel of the kingdom. There was an evil spirit always waiting for him to arrive to what happened. He'd go to prison. He'd be flogged. He'd be beat. It was a constant barragement. And so God's response to his plea that he pled three times, God says this, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. And so then Paul says, because of this, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I get to see the strength of God seen through my life. So listen now, the narrative is not about us being attacked. But what it's really about is living and experiencing God's grace in the midst. It's all about boasting in him. Now, now think about this. All of these sayings that I just highlighted, those were all boastings in what we are doing. But here's the real narrative. It's boasting about what God is doing in the midst. Now, again, these original sayings that I highlighted, you know, they sound great, don't they? They really do. They sound great. And they even sound comforting. They help you cope. But notice the heavy narrative. Like I said earlier, it's still about you and I. What we're doing right. And then the attack is a seeming confirmation to us that we're valuable. But here's the truth. Is that Jesus' death and his resurrection, his obedience to God even unto death, that is what reveals your value. Not the attack. <laughs> See, the attack is really on God. It is not on us. He's trying to get to God, but he can't. So he goes after the ones that are to be the ones that carry his glory. He's after the glory of God. He is not after us. Remember this. Many are attacked, whether they live in God whether they live for God or whether they're even aware of God. The tactics on every side from the enemy is to do one thing, and that is to destroy life. But here's the main narrative that we need to really remember every day of our lives. That it's to show how God is for you. And now we live from that truth. 
So notice what Jesus said from what's recorded in John 16, 33. You will have trouble in this life. I mean, the way he says it is it's a guarantee you're going to have trouble. But this is what I need you to know. Take heart. For this is the promise in all of that is that I have overcome the world. And then it goes into James 1, 5. To count it all joy when you fall into various trials. I love that. For it's the testing of your faith that produces something. It produces endurance. It produces perseverance. It's really one of the most amazing things that we can ever experience in him is this joy in the midst. And it's not about how great your assignment is that determines how big the attack is. This is something that you hear a lot in mainstream Christianity is it's, it's, this is how you know how big your assignment is, is how big the attack is. If we're measuring our assignment on the attack, what the heck? See, the assignment of God is something that we have misplaced because the true assignment on each of our lives is to do this one thing, and that is to follow Jesus. And when we follow Jesus, it's going to look different for all of us. We're all going to have different different assignments per se within that assignment to follow him. So here's what I really, I really just want to pause on this, that the, the assignment, the calling is to follow after Jesus. It's not to write a book. It's not to get on that platform and preach or declare or teach. It's to go after Jesus. It's to follow after him. And when we follow him, what happens is we die to our selfish agendas and we come alive in Christ. And we become a new creation. Now remember, your spirit is brand new. It's your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions that are catching up to that truth every single day as we renew our minds in the word of God by the power of the Holy Spirit. So listen, when you follow after Jesus, you will be persecuted and rejected. I mean, Jesus said that. But then when he said that, he didn't stop there. He says, but rejoice, get happy, get excited. See, we don't rejoice for the seeming breakthrough or victory that's coming soon. We rejoice because of God's love that is breaking through into our hearts to receive the grace of God to desire this one thing, to follow after Jesus. And at every new level of following him, we find out another side of God that we never knew before. And we rejoice in who he is in the midst of the attack. So what happens when we rejoice in the Lord in the midst of the attacks is we respond differently to everything in this life. So when you remember that story I told you a couple of weeks ago when, when Tristan, my daughter, was on and she was talking about when her car was stolen and when God gave us this new perspective as we started to praise him, the praise was rescuing us out of our despair 
and out of our panic that the car was stolen. But not only did it rescue us in that moment, what it did is it allowed us to go to the next step of what we needed to do. And that was doing the simple things of calling 911, but doing it in a way where now we were responding to the Lord, even in the midst of those phone calls to the insurance companies, to you know the rental car company. Now what we were doing is we were highlighting what God was doing to the people that we were talking to. So now we were getting to capitalize on what was done, what, what was done against us. So here's the powerful part is in when I talked about this before, when we praise God, it helps us again to see with different perspective. It helps us to see like from an aerial view versus right in the midst of the forest, okay, where we really can't see anything at all. And when we see from that aerial view, we see from above and not beneath, which is really we see in Christ in the heavenly realms. And when we see that way, now we didn't just see that the car was stolen and because the car was stolen, we got to praise God. And because we got to praise God, we had a different attitude, but we went and God showed us to go a step further. Now that you know, my praise rescues you. I want to rescue the one that stole your car. You guys, that's another level of his love. That's another level of his love that we get to find out. As we walk and follow after Jesus, this is peculiar. This is what's, what? And it's all because of him. It's all boasting in the Lord. So, you know, again, this show is really about how do we practically live out and demonstrate the love of God when we see people that we look up to who say they're following after the Lord, and they probably are in many parts of their lives, but then there's those parts that are so important of revealing his love and we're not seeing it. See, this is why we don't follow after people. Now they can be stirs of us to go after the Lord, but they are not to be the ones we follow. Mentors were only meant to do one thing. See, mentors duplicate themselves, but disciplers point you to the one who we're meant to follow. We're not meant to follow these quote unquote experts of social media. Because let me tell you, if you're an expert, ew, that's scary. Because you can only have so much expertise in, in a certain thing. And that's at a level that you're at. It could be at a very high level that you're an expert. There, but there's someone that's even higher than you. So how do we become influencers in a peculiar way without calling ourselves experts is by knowing the greatest expert of all. And that is Jesus. Okay. So, um, I, I just really, I, I think, you know, this, I really want to drive this perspective home. Okay. So when we rejoice for God's love is breaking through, not because the circumstance is going to get better, but his love is breaking through into our hearts to receive the grace of God, to desire to follow after Jesus. We rejoice in who he is in the midst of the attacks. We don't rejoice because the attacks are a seeming measurement of what we're doing for God and doing it so well. Just that alone is the wrong starting point. We don't live for God. We live in him. 
And as we live in him, we want to do everything for his great glory. So to live for him is to say that I need his approval to be accepted by him when all the while he's already approved of us and accepted us before we even knew we needed him, even while we were yet in sin. So it's not about seeing opposition as being on the right track. It's allowing opposition to remind you to stay in Christ, which helps us oppose the sin nature. We see the power of God getting to lean in to the divine nature of God and not stay in the excuse of, well, I'm just a human. Well, then that allows us to hurt people all day long. But God wants us to come higher because his love considers others. That's the beautiful part, because let me tell you, we would never let someone have that excuse if they hurt us. Well, they're just human. We got to get into the divine nature of God. So now we are expressing his love to others so that they are wooed to him. It's getting to experience new levels of his glory within us for others to be pointed to our God, to reveal his glory in our lives. So if you want to know if you're on the right track, are you following after Jesus? Are you loving your enemies? Are you doing what he's required of you and I to love mercy, to do justly, and to walk humbly before our God? That's what it's all about. That is not a doormat message. That is a message of the kingdom of God. And it's not about what we're going to eat or drink, but it's about righteousness, joy, and peace in the Holy Spirit. So before I close today's program, I want to just remind you, if you have a testimony that you want to share that's along the lines of what I shared today, will you please do that by emailing me at Let's Talk TV. 74 at gmail.com. Let's talk TV 74 at gmail.com. And remember what this show was derived from. It was derived from this knowing as soon as we know who we are in Christ, who is triumphant victory, we'll be able to see with heavenly wit, seeing mission fields in the midst of the battlefields. And that's based on a book that I wrote and released back in March of 2020. And you can find that in the link in the description box via my YouTube channel and my Instagram. But all in all, I just want to say thank you again for taking time out of your day with me on today's Christian Talk, the Bridge Austin Radio, this Saturday morning. Until next Saturday, this is Teresa Ann who wants to remind myself and you to live in Christ so we can live with heavenly wit seeing mission fields in the midst of battlefields. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. We hope that you were empowered and encouraged by the insights and perspectives shared on this program. Remember, living in Christ transforms us into his likeness and enables us to live an abundant life with heavenly wit. With Teresa Ann, we have learned to see mission fields in the midst of battlefields. Be sure to tune in next Saturday morning at 1130 for another edition of Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. 
Until then, keep seeking Christ, who is the true perspective, and may his blessings be upon you always.